Hello, and welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays, because... <laughs> Wednesdays are for podcasts a lot. And we love... We horror podcast. <laughs> I do love me a good horror. That's terrible. We did not mean to do that. That's uh... terrible. I was like, I've just been British the last couple of days, so it just kind of happened. Um, so guys, welcome. We hope you enjoyed last week's on the 2019 horror. This week we're going to be talking all about 2020 horror, and we have some 2020 vision on the. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I already said, people that are fucking doing those memes online, you can, you can stop. Actually, you should have never done it in the first place, but we can stop now. Especially the one where the guys like. The yeah. finger guns? Yeah, no. <laughs> stop doing that. Immediately like, no. <laughs> just just stop. So 2019 was a fantastic year for horror, um, like it we had discussed. It really was. 2020 is going to be another one. And one thing I love about a lot of the horror movies that are coming out this year are a lot of them are original ideas. Can I get... And a- Amen. <laughs> Finally. There aren't many, actually, I don't think, that are, like, sequels or prequels or offshoots um, or... You know, there's a couple of them. A um, couple, of course. There's a couple that I saw that were, like, ooh. Like, I was actually really excited. Like, a couple remakes that, that I was like, okay, I am... Especially knowing who's attached to them. Because you know how we are over here. Don't fuck with the original. Sometimes it's okay, though. But other times it's like, no. And <laughs> sometimes fuck with the original. Sometimes. But most of the time. Most of the don't. time, don't. <laughs> Just don't. But when I've I've been seeing who's attached to them, so that that sometimes changes my mind a bit. If you can get the right actors and the right directors together, sometimes they can pull it off. Um, I've been hearing a lot of good things about The Grudge. Well, actually, I take that back. I've been hearing 50-50. I've been hearing people say they love it. I've been hearing people say they hate it. I mean, The Grudge. Let's go back to the original Yuan, which was made in... I don't even remember when that movie was made. It's been a minute. Um, Still the best version of The Grudge, hands down. I truly think. And we promise we will be bringing you guys a... Uh, I know we, we talked about that last year. Um, Japanese versus American. American. Oh, Definitely, because I, I need, I never saw, I saw the Japanese version of The Ring. I saw Ringu, but I never saw Juon. So, so I'm, good. like, really excited to watch these Japanese versions before. Like, I, I need to get started on that before we even think about doing the podcast. <laughs> You're like, I have some movies I gotta watch. <laughs> Which um, I have no problem. I have no problem At the Golden Globes, before. the director of um, Parasite which won foreign best foreign film um, said something that I absolutely loved. And he said, when you open your mind to watching movies with subtitles, you open your world to a whole new realm of movies. And he's so right. Let me tell you something. American horror is good, but you haven't watched a solid horror film until you've watched a Korean one, a Japanese one and the French Whoa. Yeah. French yeah. are yeah. Mar- was it Martyrs? <laughs> was that the one? Yeah, that was, was yeah, that yeah, was yeah. French. Yeah. And Raw Ooh, was French. And Raw was Raw was incredible. Raw was raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally <laughs> and, literally and figuratively. Uh 
Yeah, if you can just for you know, I've even seen. Oh man, what was that? What was that one on Netflix? I think last year, or maybe t- part part in moi, uh, twenty eighteen. It was a uh, <laughs> last year, twenty eighteen. Two years, two years. Um, it was a. Uh, oh wow, I think it was actually it. It was an. It might have even been an Indian one. It was one name, and remember, it was supposed to be about these cops. That that go to literally go to hell, and the and it's like it was it was so Hulu fucked up. It was on Baskin. Baskin. That I watched it on Netflix first. I think. Oh, did you? Yeah, I think I might have seen it on Netflix first. They might have moved it or something. And it that movie was fucked up. Baskin was royally fucked up. Let me make sure I get correct. What what? Because that was a foreign film, but I want to make sure I get the correct country because i do not want to be offensive in any way um but yeah i mean just foreign movies and ge- oh jesus christ 2015 okay well i watched it in 2018 in your defense it um, probably came on the streaming service in 2018 my apologies it is a turkish <laughs> oh horror film that's my first turkish it was horror a turkish film. horror film uh yeah because i even remember the director filmed it in turkey and had to like ham? cover it up. I'm sorry. And eggs. Uh, had to cover it up. Like I remember him reading about when he was shooting it that he had to like not say it was a horror film because obviously it's in a country that's like not going to accept yeah. that type of subject matter. Right. So uh, yeah, that one was another. That one was a really. That one was pretty. It was. It was. It was a lot of what I whispered what the fuck seven thousand times, I yeah. think. And then the ending, I was like, What the the ending was the big what the fuck. I was like Yeah. Cause that not only was it royally fucked up, then it ended I don't think any movie that is that fucked up you you have to end on a twist like that. Like you have to leave them on a fucked up ending. You can't of course you can't make this like, oh, happy ending, unicorns and rainbows, everything's okay. No. It was not. And to be honest with you, I actually genuinely enjoy horror movies that don't have happy endings. Oh, so do I. I actually really do. So do I. <laughs> um, Revenge, I think, was French. I think that that movie was fucking incredible. Um, yeah, can we talk about that movie? <laughs> One of the reasons why I love Revenge so much is because it is a rape revenge movie, but the rape is insinuated. That is a French, yeah. You don't see it happen. And I, it's like the I spit on your grave that I wanted. <laughs> because I'm like, I don't have to watch that shit. I don't have to watch it happen. But I get to watch her be a badass and fuck these dudes up. Yeah. And it was great. Even though I will say, I spit on your grave, I I stand by the original one. I feel, I feel like the, I feel like the... They both had pretty graphic rape scenes, but I feel like the newer ones was even more graphic. Yeah, and I feel like the kill scenes in the older one were better. I agree with that. When she cut his dick off in the bathtub. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Uh, it was just... That was I, I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> like, never been so happy. Um, Let it bleed. <laughs> I am, but I'm genuinely looking forward to just about all of the new horror that's going to be coming out this year. So. Yeah. The Grudge um, being the first one. Um, oh, by the way, I am referencing the article that I posted today from yep. Bloody Disgusting. You see it on the social. Um, her name is Megan Navarro, and she's the one that wrote this whole article. And I think she did a fantastic job because she covers just about everything that's coming, which is awesome <laughs> because we want to know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very excited. And the first one, of course, is The Grudge, which is why I brought it up first. Um, 
The guy, let's see. The plot revolves around a cursed house that dooms those who enter it with a violent death. Nicholas, is it Pessy? We'll go with that. Okay. (laughs) P-E-S-E. The director behind The Eyes of My Mother, if you have not seen I told you about that. Remember? Remember I said you have got to watch this? If you guys have never seen The Eyes of My Mother, black and white, again, I think some of it's subtitled. Some of it is. Yeah. Some of it is. Some Some of it is, yeah. Um, It's Spanish, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Incredible. That movie's real fucked up. It's it's so good. Oh my god. Um, He looks to use the J-horror classic as only a mere starting point to craft a very different reimagining from its predecessors. We don't have long to wait if to see if he's successful. In the meantime, you can no no no. So basically, this movie is not supposed to be a remake. Isn't it supposed to be a It's a reboot. It's, a, it's kind yeah. of a retelling. So it's basically what you know from the grudge, but it's not it's not in Japan. It's, it's in America. Here in America, mm-hmm. which intrigued me even more, to be right. honest with you. Well, Lin Shay. <laughs> and they also Lynch kept shape. the iconic scene of the hand oh, the coming scent, out of the head in the, the shower. And the sound and just every, that fucking, that and fucking I know you're sound. Do it. I know at some point you're going to do it and I'm going to have nightmares again. Uh, <laughs> but, Lynn, anybody that grew up in the 80s like I did, Lynn, you know, Lynn Shay is kind of like our, our horror grandma. She's like, the, she, really is. she is the horror grandma. I mean, like, <laughs> If from, I see from, her, I'll see it. From I don't the, care what it is. From the original Nightmare on Elm Street to to the fucking Insidious, uh, Insidious series, like you you know Lynn Shay. And to know her is to love her and the horror community. She is our horror grandma. And I kind I of yelped was, when I saw her in Origin oh, of Evil. I was so excited. Oh no, 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 no. It was Ouija. Ouija. It was just Ouija. Just actually, Ouija, yeah. the original Ouija. Which I'm glad I watched after. Because <laughs> the sequel was fucking insanely good that and that movie was but the first one was i think it's uh, because mike flanagan directed it let's get real yeah. well <laughs> we have to do a mike flanagan podcast we're just gonna oh, have to we must. we're just gonna have to do it because we just we love that guy too i much. do i know i do I love uh him. we'll probably hold off and see i i want to wait and see dr sleep first right yeah for we, sure yeah before we do that um, um, you're seeing this under, underwater, underwater comes out this week, actually, and I'm going to see it tomorrow. Um, super, super, super duper excited. It looks like a really good creature feature. We haven't had a really good creature feature of something that you can't see. Like a lot of times when you see a creature feature, they'll show it in the trailer. Right. You really have absolutely no fucking idea what this thing is in this trailer. Which I like. It's, and I like I almost, that. It's like a la The Descent. Like, what I loved about The Descent was that you couldn't really see what the fuck. I always think that's the scariest. Your imagination is going to create something way scarier than what you see. Oh. Which is why Black Blackbird. Love it. Um, <laughs> Bird Box. <laughs> that's why Bird Box worked so well, because it was. Oh, right. You never saw it. It was always what you imagined it to be. And what made it creepier was when that, the creepiest part was when that guy was drawing the pictures and they looked exactly like something out of H.P. Lovecraft. And I'm like, if this is what the fuck these people are seeing. No, thank you. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> and no, that, that made it, but I mean, even prior to that, people can say whatever they want, but Jaws, 
Jaws. The OG creature feature. Jaws worked because you never saw the shark but twice in the whole fucking movie. Yet people to this day are still terrified when they watch that movie. It just... And and you get in the right soundtrack too. I mean that fucking done it. Mm-hmm. Like just no just hearing that and knowing that thing's fucking coming and a little bit of blood underwater and that's literally all you need. That's all you need. A little goes a long way. It really does. In horror. It, it really, really does. does. And that's why I'm really excited about this movie too. So from the director of The Signal, William William <laughs> William <laughs> I'm the Yodeling William. Eubank comes a deep sea horror film centered on a crew of researchers struggling to get to safety when an earthquake devastates their underwater station. Their journey is complicated by something monstrous lurking along the ocean floor. Y'all, can we talk about the fact that don't go, don't not see this movie because of Kristen Stewart. Because, (laughs) listen, I'm going to say this once and then we're going to drop it. Right. I love her. Yep. And she's come a long way from Twilight. Mm-hmm. Give the girl a chance. Mm-hmm. Give the girl a chance because she was she's actually a decent person though. So don't because a lot of people won't go see that movie because she's in it. I know they won't because a lot of people wouldn't see movies because certain people are in them. I won't watch movies because of um, Shailene Woodley. I, I, I knew that too. Um, I almost said Sigourney Weaver and I was like, no, no! I love Sigourney uh, Weaver. We love her. Uh, we love Sigourney Weaver. Um, you know, it took me. I, what turned it around for me with her was, uh, the, um, shit, where she played Joan Jett. The, the Runaways. Runaways. That turned it around for me. That movie's amazing. Because that is an incredible movie. My eyes twitched really hard. I couldn't have seen anybody else play Joan Jett but her. Like, she, she nailed it. Nailed that. And she, and then from there... So, yeah, you're playing a real-life person, so sometimes that's not much of a stretch, especially if the person's still alive, so you actually have research. You know, the, the research right yeah. there in front of you. But really what did it for me, honestly, was uh, Lizzie. I mean, even though that movie is incredibly historically <laughs> Right. We've got, we get listen to the episode, we all know it. Um, it's still a fantastic movie with so acting, though. good in She's that. She's very good. That and her I accent was, like, was really good, too, she, actually. This... She can act, guys. Like, let's just, you know, some some actors, it's got to be the right, the right film. It's got to be the right film. And let's get real, everybody that was in Twilight doesn't like the fact that they were in Twilight. Yeah. Because and people Kendrick. are basing... <laughs> that tweet that she did where she's I, like, you know, I just remembered yeah, I, was yeah, I was in Twilight. And I'm like, oh my god, I forgot you were in Twilight. Totally. Maggie Grace is in Twilight? I forgot about that, too. Her and Christian Serrato. Her and Christian Serrato were the two big ones. <laughs> Where it was like randomly on TBS one day, and I was like, "Hold up, is that Anna Kendrick and Christian Serrato and fucking?" Twilight? And their their kid, the Renesme, is on The Conjuring. Oh my god, yes! Because as soon as I saw The Conjuring, I looked at her and I was like, "That's motherfucking Renesme!" Oh my god! <laughs> so just about everybody would like to forget that that they were in it, but you know, <laughs> seriously. And but it's been a few years, so they're it's been quite like Robert Pattinson long. was in that lighthouse movie that I still want to see. I cannot wait to see that. I still want to see. That. I have been hearing the most amazing things about that movie, and I'm I'm excited. So I'm give it a chance, excited. guys. Give it a chance. She's not gonna. Don't let her be the deterrent to not watch it. No, it looks like a really. First of all, and I'm I'm just saying it 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 looks like from from what I'm seeing, it looks like they could have cast literally anybody in that role. Right. So it's not. 
like, you know. It's not like I could see this person playing this like, role. Yes, like, it had to be Christian Stewart. <laughs> um, but the fact that she got it, whatevs. Like, the movie looks legitimately scary. Anything about under the ocean or out in space where all of a sudden shit breaks under down. Under the sea. <laughs> under the sea. Sebastian is nowhere to be found. Uh, <laughs> it's anything that where people get stranded, like, way out in space or way deep down in the fucking ocean terrifies the shit out of me to begin like with because those are two places uh-uh no absolutely not no help is coming nobody's gonna get you everybody's gonna die like that's automatically what you i did that's automatically <laughs> what i think with movies like that like y'all dead everybody's dead nobody's gonna make it past i'm immediately nobody's make terrified it. so yeah the trailer looks incredible i could give two fucks at christian stewart christian christian okay grandma <laughs> Christian. My grandma Stewart. has called me Christian since I was born. Me, I I'm 26 so. years old and my grandma so. still calls me Christian. So and here she is calling Kristen Stewart Christian. I guess it's a thing. Oh my god, I literally did not mean to do that. I know. Um, I, I think it's funny that you did though, because but I just answered a Christian now. <laughs> but it looks it looks great. I'm this so, this so next movie, it. though, can we talk about this next Woo! movie? Can we talk about this next movie? It's called The Turning. Not only is Finn Wolfhard in this movie, um, this movie looks terrifying. Anything to do with children? <gasps> Kids are so scary. <laughs> <laughs> or- Orphan <laughs> is always the movie I go back for that. No. <laughs> right. Mine, mine, when I reference scary-ass kids, used to be... Uh, what's the... And they remade that one, and the remake was actually pretty damn good. Uh, the Omen. Was all, it used to be the omen. Yeah. Uh, but now it's sinister. Cause I'm like, fuck you, Bagul. I ain't got kids. <laughs> like that that movie did it. I was like, fuck. Oh, I tell kids. you another one. Best birth orphanage. control ever. Watch watch the orphanage and watch Sinister. If you're yep. ever thinking about having kids, <laughs> put those two on your fucking list. And you'll be like, birth control, birth control. It's the best way. It's it, birth control. And, My friend always... and go to Chuck E. Cheese and you definitely will never have a kid. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the eighth circle. My friend always told me that the most, the cheapest way of, the, the cheapest birth control is putting a penny in between, holding a penny in between your knees. <laughs> I was like, but you can still do this. <laughs> If you get freaky with it and you're flexible enough and got a good back, you might need a couple pillows, but you can make it happen. I'm still holding that penny. I still got it. Go. (laughs) Oh, God. That took a turn. (laughs) Uh, We're on it today. Okay. Okay. So... A modern take on Henry James' classic novella, The Turn of the Screw, Mackenzie Davis stars as Kate, a young and inexperienced governess hired by an uncle to care for his orphan niece and nephew. There's something supernatural and sinister about her new warts, though. I'm very curious to see where this movie goes because it it looks like it's going to have a good twist. I think think it will. I always think it's funny, too, when I see these that you never, I, I never understand how these women get hired for these jobs. remote house in the middle of nowhere, creepy ass kids. And then you like, don't get much of a backstory on what's going on. And then shit just starts happening. And you just, they just go with it. Like, I just don't, I just will never understand. <laughs> They're are just, always the, 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 
Well, the boy, because we were just talking about yeah, that. The bo- the, yeah, the boy. boy. Which we'll get into that, because there is a sequel. There is a sequel coming. To that, as well. Um, this you next read, one. Do you want to read a few? <laughs> yeah, I'll read, I'll read the next two. Um, this next one, I've heard nothing about, but H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. Mm, I'm attached. Uh, color She's out like, of, yeah, you, ready. If I hear Lovecraft, <laughs> I'm immediately like, hmm. My body is ready. Um, color, uh, color out of space. Uh, Richard Stanley makes his long-awaited return to the director's seat with an adaptation of one of H.P. Lovecraft's most popular stories. A meteorite lands in the yard of the Gardner family home, unleashing unimaginable horrors. Wow. Uh, expect things to get very trippy. <laughs> oh, Nicolas Cage is in it. And if you guys know, uh, <laughs> you know what? Nicolas Cage in the right movie, especially him wanting to get more into horror now, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. And if it's an H.P. Lovecraft film, especially this story, I'm very familiar with this story, and this story is trippy as fuck. And if they do it right, it's gonna fuck with a lot of people, yes, <laughs> but in, but in the right way. So I'm I'm excited about this one. Um, I, I'm kind of glad I haven't heard anything about it. Um, and that's another one, reason why, like all of these movies that we've named, pretty much so far, are all new concepts. Can we talk about that? Oh my god. That's probably why this year I'm so excited because I'm like, ooh, new things. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, this one, obviously people know this story, but this is going to be a different telling, which I'm excited <gasps> about, is Gretel and Hansel. I didn't know that the director of The Black Coat Starter did this. Yes, yeah, I did. Oz Perkins. Oh, The Black Coat Starter is so good. Did you know who Oz Perkins is? Anthony Perkins' son. I feel like And we all know who Anthony Perkins is. Who is that? <laughs> You sound like my guinea pig. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did not know that was like, I didn't put two and two together. The Black Coat's Daughter was amazing. It's a very slow burn, but oh my God, that movie's amazing. I was so excited when I found out that, like, well, first of all, just knowing that, knowing that the man who played Norman Bates who was like the most iconic horror character that his son is not only directing, but is directing horror. <laughs> it's like, yes. He wanted to go into the family business. <laughs> yes. Very much so. <laughs> um, yeah, this looks, this looks absolutely incredible. Um, he gives a familiar fairy tale, the horror treatment, which can we just say, was Hansel and Gretel already kind of a horror? I mean, come the fuck The on. real story? Like, like the real story? Like, and it's not much of a horror twist, the original story. Um, Sophia Lillis, as we know from uh, It Chapter 1 and 2, stars as Gretel, the young girl who leads her brother into the woods in search of food and work. Alex Krieg plays the evil witch they encounter. And this chick just has played crazy bitches from the story. Art. Hey, you're a crazy bitch. <laughs> she played. Um, we're gonna stop there though. What do, I, what do I? So she played. She was the Borg in Star Trek: The Next Generation when they did that movie, the Borg oh, movie. I, I she wouldn't. was the female Borg. When anybody, any, know. any Star Trek, <laughs> any Star Trek Next Generation nerd fans out there, uh, she was the female Borg that uh, Patrick Stewart's character basically fell in love with, and she was trying to turn him into a Borg. Like that was a freaky character. Um. The Sleepwalkers movie, where they were the cats. She was the mom. Oh, they were the oh my God. that that was my like original introduction to her. Oof. And she was in Silent Hill. That's right. She yep. was in Silent Hill. Yep. I forgot all about that. So she's 
She's been doing OG creepy ass <laughs> characters for quite a while. This so part when, was written for her. When I found out initially, so like what tied me into it was like, okay, so Hansel A, I was already on board with that. Right. Uh, Sophia Lillis is Gretel. Yep. Immediately on board. Found out Oz Perkins was directing it. Definitely there. And then finding out that she was ultimately playing the witch, I was like, okay, there. I don't. There's so many hits on this. I just, I don't see how this isn't going to be good. And then when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, this looks so good. The story in itself is horrifying. <clears throat> I remember hearing Hansel and Gretel as a kid and just being absolutely terrified. It's not a great like, story. That's a scary ass fucking story. Edible house and gives all these kids food and... To fatten them up and eat them. I mean, like, that's a terrifying... And then they throw her in a fucking oven. It's like the visit. Will you get into the oven to clean it? Yeah. That fucking movie. <laughs> Want to M. Night Shyamalan's best? Those are those are not your grandparents. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. Look, it's, y'all, if y'all haven't seen it by now, come on now. That's It's been, it's it's been, been a minute. It's been a minute. I'm not spoiling anything. If a movie is it over a year old... I'm, I'm telling you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to know what happened. Um, this next one I've heard about, again, Elijah Wood, damn near anything he's attached to. I'm, I'm, Preach. I'm, I'm going for it. Um, it's called Come to Daddy. Uh, though it's not outright horror, this is a crowd-pleasing thriller you won't want to miss. Elijah Wood stars as a 30-something who travels a great distance to reconnect with his estranged father. Their bonding experience becomes far more awkward and dangerous than expected. Um... Yeah, this looked like a real head trip, and I'm I'm all for it. Uh, and again, another legend to horror, Stephen McCaddy, uh, who I love, um, plays the dad in the movie, and it <clears throat> looks really good. I've I've it again. I don't I don't think it's supposed to be an outright horror in itself, but it just looks really trippy. There are a lot of movies that fall. I feel like fall into the horror category that should technically fall into the horror category they just lean towards thriller that's it they'll call them thrillers red eye is a perfect example of that because it it is i mean first of all it's a wes craven movie yeah that's that movie was scary i'm glad i gave that a shot because at first i was like "Mm," and then i watched i was like okay well rachel (laughs) mcadams i was like sold (laughs) i was like this looks and then i was like oh my god scarecrow from batman begins I must watch this film. <laughs> I see that movie didn't come out till I remembered him 28 days later. Right. He's and then that didn't team. like, I saw 28 days later and then I saw that and, I, and then I saw Batman begins and I was like, okay, I like this guy. Cillian Murphy. I like that's him. it. Yeah. That's his name. Yeah. yeah he's like a great him. actor. <clears throat> um, this next one is called the lodge. I've heard of this one. I heard of it last year. It sounds fantastic. A soon-to-be stepmom volunteers to take care of her fiancé's children over the holidays when he's called away to work. The icy relations between the three are just starting to thaw when a strange and frightening event when strange and frightening events derail everything. Our own Meredith Borders calls the film a relentless onslaught of unease. I don't know. I I I just I just recently read about this movie. Um and the reason why I found out about it is because Riley uh, Keough plays the main character. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure she's been in other stuff. I only know her because she's Lisa Marie Presley's daughter. That's <laughs> terrible. I think she's been in a few other movies, but I'm like, oh, Lisa Marie Presley's daughter. Um, yeah, she's I don't know. She's making just, her debut. <laughs> just anything about, I, I, you know, like, 
the husband, so I guess the premise, like the husband left his wife for her and then you're just going to leave her alone with your kids. And I'm like, nothing about that sounds good. Hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husbands. <laughs> nothing about that See, sounds good. Well, I read a different review of this. Um, I read, hold on, let me read to you the IMDb. Because the IMDb, like, synopsis sounds way better than that. Because that's what actually made me want to watch it. The poster looks like Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. A soon-to-be stepmom is thrown in with her fiancé's two children in a remote holiday village. Um, yeah. Strange and frightening events threaten to summon threatened to summon psychological demons from her strict childhood, her religious childhood. So like I was reading something about that where it's actually very supernatural. Oh, so it's not like the kids A bone chilling nightmare from the director of Goodnight Mommy, fantastic movie. The lodge oh follows God, a family who fun. retreat no. to their remote winter cabin over the holidays when the father is forced to abruptly depart for work. He leaves his children in the care of his new girlfriend. Isolated and alone, a blizzard traps them inside the lodge's terrifying events some inspectors from Grace's dark past. That's the one I read. And that was the one that got me. I was okay. like, ooh. That yes. makes me excited. Because I'm like, honestly, it sounds so much better than what I just read. It, it sounded like, like I actually wanted to watch it last year. And then it was like, not coming. And I was like, oh, damn it. I want to watch it right now. <laughs> I'm all about it being a psychological war. That sounds good. Anything psychological, psychological paranormal is the best. Can't stop. Oh, uh, anything that's a mind fuck, I'm. That's why yeah. Oculus. <clears throat> I love my creature, my creature features, but I'm, I'm more of a. If you leave me at the end of the movie where I'm like, the fuck, yeah, then I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm Even impressed. to this day, I watch Oculus and I'm like, the fuck. <laughs> that and Saw, the original Saw, Oculus and the original Saw. Yeah, you don't you don't get much more of a what <laughs> than those two. It's not W H A T either. It's W H it's W U T. Capitalize. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> or like that kid from the vine. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, this next one's called After Midnight. If you're looking for romance this Valentine's Day, absolutely not. <laughs> This horror sci-fi film by Jeremy Gardner and Christian Stella offers up the perfect selection. Gardner also stars as Hank, a man whose life and sanity begins to crumble after his girlfriend disappears suddenly. Her departure coincides with the arrival of a monster that's determined to break his home. I bet she's the monster. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I bet money on it. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't heard anything about this one. Um, No. It's, it'll be interesting. Sounds interesting. It'll be interesting. Anything I need to make else? a list. I need to make an actual, like, list to remember when all this stuff is coming out and watch it. Yeah, any horror, you know, horror films released around Valentine's Day, I always love that. Anything that's usually released around, like, Valentine's Day, Christmas. Like, I'm like, all about please. I'm all about it. Those are, those are usually the times where I'm, like, all about the horror. Because um, I definitely don't want to be involved in any romance shit. Oh, there's a couple more coming out around that time. Okay, so this one, when this I saw the one? trailer, I was so excited. Right? <laughs> I was so excited. I was Same. like, Fantasy Island as a 
horror movie? Excuse me? <laughs> what movie did I go see that they tra- tra- that they trailered that? That that was a trailer. I think it was the last horror movie I saw. What was the last horror movie I saw? It was... Um, Black Christmas? Yeah, it was when we saw Black Christmas. Oh my god, I they was like, it. what? <laughs> the popular 70s TV show about a magical island. You, I mean, any... The plane, the plane! You know, we... <laughs> We know. Welcome great. to Fantasy Island. It was, <laughs> it was Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> was, was, uh, I used to watch reruns of this and Magnum P.I. with my dad when I was a kid. So That's I amazing. fucking remember Fantasy Have you told Island. your dad about this? No, I haven't. Okay, so I'm going to have to tell him about this. <laughs> because so it's basically like, if people remember what the original show was about, it's like basically you came to this island and it's like, you know, Fantasy Island was supposed to be where all your dreams come true, all your fantasies come true. So this is essentially the same thing. But, of course, Bloomhouse is attached to it, so we know it's going to be horror. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's your fantasies, but, like, your horror fantasies. <laughs> like I, I know, don't need that to be coming true. There... <laughs> There's a reason why I don't want people reading my mind. <clears throat> Making a list. Checking it twice. <laughs> you better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. <laughs> Welcome to Fantasy Island. <laughs> I'd be like, wait, 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 wait. Let me let me think of someone else. Real f- okay, let's do it now. Because <clears throat> you know the wrong person could pop in my head, and I may I may want them to die in that moment, but not for realsies. You know, what I'm right? I'm like, I have a list of people I want to die for realsies. Yeah, like legitimately. <laughs> it's a small list, but I have a list. I know, mine's. Maybe like three people, it's small, but, but <laughs> very small. <laughs> and you I'm all have sure. a list. Anybody out there does have a fucking list, then you're on. If you somebody. don't have, if you don't have a list, then you're, you're on, on somebody's fucking list. And you can't fucking tell me because I'm my number one person is probably a lot of other people's number one person. And I'm telling Mine you, too. I'm telling you right fucking now. If Listen, the purge happens, there's gonna be so many people lying about. Oh, you're here for him too, motherfucker! God damn it! <laughs> like, we're all storming. We're just storming it. Just call us the stormtroopers. The storage trumpers. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm probably gonna go to jail for that comment. Oh my god, that was amazing. Oh, we can't be the stormtroopers though because they always miss. They always do. You have to pick a different one. <laughs> Shit. And they punched Baby Yoda, motherfuckers. I'm sorry. I, that gives nothing away to Mandalorian, by the way. I literally screamed, stop hitting him, you fuck. <laughs> Neighbors are like, huh? Especially because he was like, like he was making little noises when they were hitting him. And I'm like, stop hitting him. Go watch the fucking Mandalorian if you haven't seen it yet. Baby Yoda. I don't know what to tell you if you haven't seen it yet. That literally gave away nothing, though, so... So anyway, we spoiled the. No, we didn't spoil anything. <laughs> God, just watch it. <laughs> You're fucking Star Wars fans now. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> One of my friends today, she hasn't even seen the movie yet, and she's like, "I said, how? I don't know how you've avoided spoilers." God, all the people. She's that are like, like, "I Baby saw Baby Yoda wasn't in Rise of Skywalker." <laughs> like, no, <laughs> not the same timeline. Fucking people. I only saw it because I thought maybe Yoda 
well, you're stupid. And clearly, you could have paid half the price for Disney Plus and you paid for your movie ticket. Right? Like, that's on you, dum-dum. Anyway. Um, but my friends, I'm like, I don't know how you've avoided spoilers. And she's like, no, I saw one spoiler. And I was like, which one was it? Look at me. I can't. I don't want to say it out loud. That's what she saw. And I was like, that's actually a... Like, that's a huge... <laughs> She's like, I didn't think it was that much of a spoiler. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, actually... Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, I'm like, that's really towards got... the ends of the movie. Yeah, and that's actually a really big spoiler. And um, this is why we're not saying a word. I was <laughs> that like, is a big ass fucking spoiler. She's like, well, I'm excited about it. And I was like, well, I gave a lot of weight. <laughs> Don't get too excited, bitch. <laughs> like, it might not. You'll be excited for about 0.2 seconds. Yeah, yeah and then terribly Because guess what? So was I. <laughs> You're like, oh. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Literally that. And anybody that saw it, you all are like... You yeah, know exactly yeah, what part yeah, it was because yeah, I, I yep. literally screamed yep. at the screen and then I was like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so. Oh my God, my face hurts. Back to Fantasy <laughs> Island. Yeah. Um, we on the island in the sun. Maggie Q is in it. Michael Rooker, which... <clears throat> Um, he, he, I was actually I did him. not know that he was in, um, until I saw it, Boko Experiment. That movie. That movie's fantastic, and I feel that movie so much. I already know my weapon. The paper, the paper cutter. Can we Rip, talk about Bitch, it? you ripped that thing Kill off. Kill 30 you, people! <laughs> you killed everybody. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait for any more instructions. I couldn't, I, I just, I figured this was coming. So I went all fucking Next. Jason on everybody. I was like, machete. <laughs> yeah, I saw that movie. I was like, oh God, everybody would be dead. And of course, my brain immediately was like, what would I use as my weapon? <laughs> Me too. And I was like, ooh, that paper cutter. If you rip that thing off, that thing is so sharp. Oh, Irene. Oh, imme- that, that would immediately be the one I would go for. Immediately. And I know where it is. Anyway, <laughs> Fantasy Island. What anybody, is anybody that's ever worked in an office, if you have not seen the Belco experiment, go watch it now. Like, <laughs> I feel like two preferred movies, if you've ever worked in a cubicle, is that movie in Office Space. Like, you, you have to, like, you have to watch, you have to, because you just I don't care to. about your fucking baby shower, <laughs> Janet. <laughs> Everybody would be dead. God. Everybody. Um. Oh my God. Uh. Michael okay. Kina. Yes. Very. Kim Coates. Lucy Hale. Yeah. These are all like a lot. I of love how Lucy are, Hale's like, all of a sudden going horror. Uh. She was in Truth or Dare. I just watched that the other day, and I was. In, I was. <clears throat> meh. I didn't like the ending, but I liked the yeah, movie. Mm, yeah. I. That's why I said. <laughs> It was a lot like Would You... I liked Would You Rather better. Oh. But it reminded me a lot of Would You Rather. Oh. So much better. Yeah. And the ending. So much better. Also, Britney Snow. Uh, yes. I almost said Britney Britney Coates, and I was like, no. No. (laughs) Like, no. Uh, VFW. 
Interesting. I've not heard anything about this one. It's a sneeze. Uh, <laughs> Joe Beckham <laughs> follows up the blood-soaked bliss with this equally splatterific film by Fangoria. A group of war veterans must defend their local VFW post against a deranged drug dealer and his relentless army of punk mutants. Wow. Wow. Stephen Lang, William Sadler, Martin Cove, David Patrick Kelly, Fred Williamson, and George Went make up the ragtag group. That, that sounds insane. Insane. <laughs> that sounds like a trip. Like absolutely <laughs> insane. Oh wow, people are actually giving it comparisons to Assault on Precinct 13, which was Oh wow. Watch the original Assault on Precinct 13. That's all I've got to say. O G O G for Watch show. the original one. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> That's how I felt about that. Yeah, that's there, there you go. Um, do you want to go? Oh, we were just talking about so this. So, Brahms, the Bra- boy too. Brahms. A name like that you can only say it like that. Because it's a ridiculous This is when my British accent will come into play. Because it's a ridiculous Brahms, name. the boy too. After a family moves into the Hillshire Mansion. I'm sounding Australian now. It <laughs> happens every time. When I want to go British, it's my brain's like Australian. Shrimp on the bob. <laughs> <laughs> How about another shrimp on the bob, eh? <laughs> so we're going to stop that. So this is a sequel to The Boy. Um, if you haven't seen The Boy, it's really fucked up and it's fantastic. Amazing. Um, Lauren Cohen. After family moves into the Heelshire Mansion, their young son soon... <laughs> young son soon makes friends with a lifelike doll called Brahms. Considering what happened to Brahms at the end of the first film, the sequel kicks off with a whole new mystery. William Brent Bell returns to direct in Katie Holmes stars. I remember hearing about this. Um, I don't yeah. like that Lauren Cohen is not in it, but yeah, I'm going to give it a shot because it's not the same story. So at least they're not replacing her character. It's going to be a different story. But at the same time, I'm like, Lauren Cohen made that movie. I'm I'm very... I'm very intrigued to see where... So if anybody saw the first one... And you saw how it ended. I'm, I'm, I'm like, where where can you go? Where in the fuck are they going to go with this? Well, the original director is coming back. So maybe, you know, I don't know. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Because I really liked the first one. So I I will, I will definitely see it. Um, this looks good. The Invisible Man. Yeah, this looks really good. When Cecilia's abusive ex takes his own life and leaves her fortune, she suspects his death was a hoax. After a series of bizarre incidents that call her sanity into question, Cecilia seeks to prove an invisible presence is haunting her. Wit- Witten? Written and directed by Leigh Winnell with Elizabeth Moss starring as Cecilia. We saw a trailer for this when we went to see, was it Black Christmas? Yes. Dude, this movie looks insane. It looks so cool. It's a twist on <clears throat> the Invisible Man story. <clears throat> so the Invisible Man story has been around for years. There's been several several different incarnations of movies that have come out. One, one, the most recent one I remember was several was still several years ago, and Kevin Bacon was in it, and that one was actually, again, critics hated it. I really liked it. Um, so everybody knows the story, but this is a twist on the story that I thought, oh my god, anybody out there that's got a fucking psychotic ex that would turn around and do some shit like this, it just, I was instantly intrigued. And then of course, Elizabeth Moss getting into doing more horror now, like she was in Us. I mean, we, we all know her from Handmaid's Tale, but right. uh, Us and now this, like 
this is this is cool. I'm glad that she's doing horror. And then of course Lee Winnell saw uh Insidious, you know, like he he can do no wrong in my eyes. So this I feel like really this is good. this is gonna be a solid a solid film. Um, so next we've got the sequel to A Quiet Place, which I have really, really been looking forward to. Um, following the events of the first film, the Abbott family is forced to venture beyond the home they've made for themselves. They realize that the creatures that hunt by sound are not the only threats that lurk beyond the sand path. So, of course, with how incredible the first one was, people were definitely going to want to know what happened to the family after this. But I like that... Yes, we get to see what happens to the family, but we get a new take on, you know, it's not the same old, because I've heard some people say, like, I really don't want to see the same old story, and I don't either. Like, I do want to know what happens to the family, but if you can throw something new in there, I'm... And that's clearly what they're going to do. I'm all for it. New creatures, maybe they've adapted in some way, maybe there's crazy-ass people out there, you know, you'd... It it could it could go so many different ways. Those and, motherfuckers and looked like a Blair the Blair Witch and a oh Demigorgon had a baby. God, they did the long elongated arms, but their face their like head was like a Demigorgon. Yeah, and we just oh that, that ending John Krasinski. <sighs> man made me cry so hard. So good though. So I've hard. never been. <laughs> it's very rare that a movie <clears throat> makes me as on edge as that movie made Ooh, me the that, entire time. Yeah, the entire. I was time. on edge the whole movie. Yeah. I was like, Shh. Yeah. <laughs> Stop talking! <laughs> still, even now, like, even if you rewatch it again and you know what's going to happen, you're still like, it's so, it, the movie is so tense. I, that's how Crawl was. Like, the whole, I love movies that have a very simple concept, but keep you on your toes. <clears throat> like we said before, simple goes very far. It, it, yeah, it really can. If it works well, it, it works. Um, I've never heard of this one. Yeah, this next one, I've heard nothing about this. Uh, St. Maud. Ooh, A24 <clears throat> sold. <laughs> Hereditary, Midsummer. We've seen some good stuff come from A24 productions. Um, this follows a pious nurse who becomes dangerously, dangerously obsessed with saving the soul of her dying patient. It's called an exquisite religious psychological thriller. Done. Okay. Religious psychological. I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. I'm all for <laughs> anything that's tied to religion or. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Um. So this short story I've heard of. Um, I like who's attached as director. Um, uh, the Channel Zero series on sci-fi was really promising. Um, this one's called Antlers. Uh, this movie looks fucking <clears throat> great. Guillermo del Toro produces it. Um, it features a small town Oregon teacher and her brother, the local sheriff, uh, <clears throat> becoming entwined with a young student harboring a dangerous secret with frightening consequences. So if it anybody, looks really good <clears throat> to me. <clears throat> excuse me. If anybody's <clears throat> familiar with the story, yeah. Um, anything that starts off as a short story that is, uh, I feel like a lot of movies have branched from either short movies or short stories like lights out oh my god saw that short was horrifying and then the movie itself was really fucking scary saw was another one i mean just that that little uh little guy on the tricycle like it started off with with that story um what is the name of that character i forget i hate that he has a name 
The guy on the tricycle. Are you talking about the Billy? Puppet. Yeah, Billy. <laughs> I'm like, he has a fucking Billy. Name. It's always a Billy. Can we talk about that name in horror? Please? Billy. Billy it's was the the Billy. doll in. Um... <clears throat> All the flims. That silence. Belly. Yeah. Billy Loomis, Billy, it's always a Billy. It's just always a motherfucking always a Billy. Fucking Billy. <laughs> the reason I say Billy like that is because Twister. Billy! Yep, yep. <clears throat> oh, it's such a great movie. It's about time to watch that again for my yearly routine. Um, this one. Y'all, Antebellum. Have you seen a trailer for this movie? Because holy mm. shit. I legit thought it was gonna say Annabelle when it first like pops up. I was like, Annabelle? Um, successful author Veronica finds herself trapped in a horrifying reality and must uncover the mind-bending mystery before it's too late. Emphasis on mind-bending, judging from the trailer. Sorry, let me say that again. Emphasis on mind-bending, judging from the trailer. From the producers of Get Out and Us. Uh, Janelle Monet is in this, who I absolutely adore. Um, and yeah. This movie looks fucked oh, up. It's like... Another I'm terrified of white people movie. Hey. Okay, I'm scared of white people too. Me over here being. This is just going to make it worse. (laughs) I'm just going to be more scared of white people. Damn. Damn. And I'm white. (laughs) You're like, and I'm white. (laughs) What do I do? I'm so scared. I just can't look in the mirror. (laughs) Right, just no mirror. Just running for myself. Take all the mirrors down. (laughs) Should probably do that anyway because you know portals. Um, Right. Uh, okay, again, we were just, saw, Billy! We were just talking about this little guy. Uh, currently under the working title, The Organ Donor. I thought you were going to say The Organ Trail. (laughs) Whoa. I always died of dysentery. Um, please, I was killed by children. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Organ Trail. Um, details are still scarce on this upcoming entry in the Saw series, including the title, what we do know is the story is by Chris Rock, who stars alongside Samuel L. Jackson and Darren Lynn Bowsman or Boozman, sorry, has returned to direct. I I don't know how I feel about this. Yep, that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> this is what I'm gonna say about how I feel about this. Stop making saw movies. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> I mean, I... There are nine. Wait, are there nine or eight? Anyway, regardless, that's I'm enough. I'm like, I don't even know. Like, there's so many, I don't even know. I think Jigsaw was eight. So I think this will be the ninth. Stop it. And I know people are out there being like, well, Halloween is still making more movies. Yeah, because they're actually still yeah, good. Yeah, because they're still good. Um, they're the original cast. You can't have the original cast of Saul. They're all dead. <laughs> and I and I Except Amanda. Oh, wait, no, Amanda's dead, too. I oh, forgot she, she died too. in the third um, one. I, I, I just, I don't. I, yep. <laughs> I, like, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I love I love Chris Rock. I mean, if you know Chris right. Rock, we all love Chris Rock. And um, I I had no idea he was a horror fan. I had no idea he he wrote it. I had no idea. I, I just, I, I don't, I would, I feel like this is one of those where I need to know more about it before I can make any decision on how I actually feel about it other than to say 
please stop making Saw movies. <laughs> going back to what Casper said. Like, it's just, I just, after Jigsaw, I liked. I, I, I liked Jigsaw because it felt like it brought you back to the original Saw series. The trilogy, I should say. Um, but Saw is torture porn. Like, from, from four, four is okay. Mm. I didn't hate four. I didn't either. But five, six, and seven, whew, they're, they're torture porn. It's literal torture porn. And if this movie's going to be torture porn, I'm just going to, I'm going to see it. Because, you know, it's like the Paranormal Activity series. They get terrible and terrible, but I'm like, oh, a new one. I got to see it. Well, just when it when it got <clears throat> further and further away from John Kramer's original vision yeah. of what he wanted Jigsaw to be, I it lost it for me. Because that's what roped me in to loving the films, the original film, into the other ones so much was that you had this really original concept of this guy that was dying and he wanted to show other people that they need to appreciate their lives because he's losing his life, but he does it in this really kind of sick, twisted, fucked up. It just, it worked. It worked. And then when it didn't work anymore, it didn't fucking work anymore. And I like, again, I liked, I like how it kind of brought everything back around to the original <clears throat> movie, which was great. So, okay, good. We're ending it on a good note. Like, I don't, I don't get why we need another movie now. I don't. Honestly. I liked Jigsaw, but it didn't need to happen either. No. Yeah, there's been... The original trilogy is the only movies that matter to me in the Saw series. One, two, and three. Because even three had an amazing ending. Mm-hmm. Oh, it did. Oh, yeah. Bye. Yeah, I hands down agree. Um, This next one, I'm excited. I've I've been so so excited ever since I first heard about this and me too dude of course you know Jordan Peele Jordan Peele has talked about wanting to do a remake of Candyman for a while though like I think even after Get Out he had talked about wanting to do it um so he's producing it he co-wrote it um it's sort of a spiritual sequel to the original one if you remember I think there were three of them all you need to worry about is the first one um and then it's it's in the same like Cabrini Green <clears throat> complex, but the complex is now more gentrified. Like I love where they're taking this story. Yeah. I love it, and the fact that Tony Todd is going to be in it. We don't we don't know if Tony Todd is actually going to play Candyman, but we know he is going to be in it in some shape or form, which he would have to be. And uh, yeah, I've I've always loved Candyman. I've always loved the original story of Candyman. It's it's amazing. You know, if see this. Okay, I will take that back. The sequel, the second Candyman that came out actually wasn't that bad because it kind of makes you more sensitive to the character <clears throat> if you go back and watch the first one again. The other ones just did not need to be. I don't even know what those were all about. But um, yeah, I'm excited. You, when they just keep making sequels and you're like, I don't even know what that was all about, but we're just going to keep making <laughs> We're just going to make another sequel. Um. Oh, another one. So excited about this. Um so the fucking one everybody wanted. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. So excited in this. Y'all listen. So excited about this. This movie. This is the movie we asked for. And again, Finn Wolfhard. Um, this motherfucker. And another <laughs> little one known to horror, Miss McKenna Grace. 
uh, as we saw in, um, she was, she's, was in the Haunting of Hill House. She was in, uh, Annabelle Comes Home. That's okay. She she's, in, is she um, the Ouija origin of evil chick? No. Wrong no. blonde. Wrong I have blonde. the wrong blonde. Um, but that girl, she was in Haunting of Hill House though. Yeah. She played a uh, kid. Uh, McKenna Grace played little Theo. Okay. She's I know who brunette. that is now. She's a brunette in that. Yep. But she's a blonde in, uh, well, no, she's a brunette. Annabelle comes home too, but she's a blonde when she plays. She's, I think she's naturally blonde because she was uh little Carol Danvers and Captain Marvel. Judy. Judy. From Conjuring. From Conjuring. Or Annabelle, Annabelle comes home. Okay. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad that they've got these two. These are familiar faces that everybody knows. Um, and the storyline goes exactly back to the original Ghostbusters concept. So it's about a single mom and her two kids. They arrive to a small town uh, to begin discovery of their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind. Um, they, McKenna Grace and Finn star as the two grandkids, but look for appearances by most of the original cast. Which um, is what I'm stoked about. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd was on Joe Rogan's podcast some time back, and he you know, confirmed, of course, he's going to be in it. Ernie Hudson's going to be in it. Bill Murray's going to be in it. Um, and as we all know, unfortunately, some years back, uh, the uh, man, the myth, the legend that played Egon, who we all absolutely adored, he passed away some time ago. So I believe this is Harold Ramis. So I believe that these these kids are Harold would be Egon's grandkids. Because even from the trailer, if people saw the trailer, if you notice kind of the way they made McKenna Grace look, it it I it immediately made me emotional because they made her look like Egon. The, yeah. the haircut, they put the glasses on her. Like immediately when I saw her, I was like, that's Egon's granddaughter. And then I cried through the whole fucking trailer. I got so I was so You're emotional. Like, and then they, you know, and then of course we saw the car and the, you know, so just Knowing if, if any, I grew up with Ghostbusters. I fucking, I watch them every time they're on. Every time. I love them so much. And it's so one of those much. things where the sequel's actually good, too. Oh, the sequel I actually really liked great. the sequel. It's the not sequel. what I wanted, wanted, but it still was really good. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be like, this is what I yeah, wanted. Yeah, this is, this is it. <clears throat> this is it. This is bringing the original cast back together, and I couldn't be more excited. Um... This next one is a, this is a Marvel movie. Um, I guess Jared Leto said, fuck you, DC. Uh, <laughs> oh, he making that Marvel money. Fuck <laughs> the fuck off DC. Uh, yeah, Let's be real, though. Like, DC's right. got Wonder Woman. and Yeah, and they sort of fucked his Joker over quite a bit, and... I'm excited about Birds of Prey, I have to say. I am oh, excited too. about Birds of Prey, but I'm like... Margot Robbie, you know. It's mostly just because <laughs> mostly Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. <laughs> Margot Let's Robbie's be real. precious. Let's be real. We must protect her at all costs. Um, <laughs> it has pockets. <laughs> She's so cute. Her fucking dress. I can't handle how adorable she is. Her fucking dress and the Golden Globes. I had to, because I was like me with a dress. It has pockets. That would be me too. I'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, if I have a dress that has pockets... You will know. Way too happy. Because I talk about it. Like, way too happy. Um, so Michael Morbius is a scientist who, in trying to find a cure for a rare blood disease, accidentally transforms himself into a living vampire. Though he is disgusted by his own bloodlust, he chooses to prey upon criminals he deems unworthy. 
Um, so it's the Joker as a vampire. <laughs> um, I'm not familiar with Morbius as a Marvel character. I'm, I'm not familiar with this character. I'm not either, um, honestly. Sounds great. Sounds interesting. Yeah, Very interesting. I'm all about a Marvel. Also, that new Mutants movie is supposed to come out this yeah. year. Two years, three years later right, from right. its original right. date. Right. <laughs> um, no, that three movie looks really good. And later, <laughs> it's been, it's been out in the one week. May how do you pronounce her name? Arya from Game of Thrones. Is it Maisie or Massey? I think it's Maisie. Maisie Williams. I believe she's it's in Maisie. that. I believe it's Maisie. Um, that's supposed to come out in. April, from what I hear. It was supposed to come out in April three years ago, so we'll see. <clears throat> I don't know what the holdup with that is, but... Again, you know, it's one of those movies where you just hope that it taking so fucking long actually pays off. It like, looked good. Yeah, I remember seeing just, a trailer for it, and it looked hoping. good. I was like, ooh, Marvel's getting some horrors. Um, the next... <laughs> horrors. <laughs> um... <laughs> So the next one, I've heard literally nothing about. I have. Um, I'm looking up now. Apparently, it's based on James Wan wrote a graphic novel back in 2011 called Malignant Man. And this is going to be the the movie adaptation of that graphic novel. And James Wan will be directing it. I'm sold. Yeah. I saw him post on his Instagram page literally like this. Like this picture with Malignant and he said starting filming or something like that. And I was like, I don't care what the fuck this is about. You're directing it. <laughs> it's set to come out in April. Um, August. Is it August or April? What? This says August 14th. So I don't know. Wikipedia. Are you lying to me? No. Wikipedia. It's August. I'm sorry. I just don't know how to read. Um, <laughs> hey, it's still an A. You got, you got hey. that. I got hey, the letter of the alphabet hey, right. Hey, 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 hey. No, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're not. No. Uh, what is happening? I'm sorry. I don't know why I did that. I, got, I started hey. getting a feeling and it just. Hooked on a feeling. I'm going to rap the whole alphabet. No, not going to do that. Uh, I will never be rapping on this podcast. Yes, you, could rap, you could rap uh, the alphabet like uh, Daniel Radcliffe did. Oh, no. He did that. If nobody's ever seen him do that, pull up the clip from uh, when he, it had, oh, the one where he was on, I almost said the Gordon Ramsay show. <laughs> Jesus, help me. I think it was Fallon. Um, he did it on Fallon. I originally saw it on, uh. He's British, but it's not <laughs> fucking Gordon Ramsay. Um, I would help you, but I'm terrible with late night shows if it isn't Kimmel or Fallon. Anyway. Or Letterman. Any but I don't even think Letterman's doing it anymore. Uh, no. Any- <laughs> She's like, I, I'm definitely not in the loop. Um, yeah, somebody pull that up. Just Google it. Just Or YouTube it. Get on fucking YouTube and just pull that up. That shit was hilarious. It was great. Um, that falls under like the category of one of the most remembered... Like Emma Stone doing uh, Blue Traveler will always be in my head forever, especially when she's like, suck it in, suck it in. <laughs> YouTube that too. <laughs> and you Melissa need, McCarthy doing the Pocahontas song where she's got all this shit flying everywhere. <laughs> if you just need a good laugh. 
If you need a good laugh, look up anything from Ellen. Yeah, look up anything. Anything from Ellen. You're welcome. I or am, Jimmy Kimmel. I am or, really uh, Fallon. fucking excited about this movie, though. But again, any we're, you and I, if there's certain directors that we know it's tied to, it's like James Wan sold. Fucking Mike Flanagan sold. Like, James Wan is my favorite horror director, so yep. he could make garbage and I'd still watch it. I'm so I'd be like, three hours of garbage. Look at this garbage. Look at the trash. Isn't it neat? Look at the trash. Isn't it neat? <laughs> A little mermaid. I what almost, I almost, almost, <laughs> I almost did it. As as I was like, look at the trash. Isn't it neat? <laughs> did you see my collection? <laughs> Uh, it all comes back to goddamn Disney. Always, okay. every fucking time. So this next one, oh, shall we dance? Yeah, but I'm not too excited about who's directing it. <sighs> so the Conjuring, the Devil Made Me Do It, the third entry of the Conjuring series in the seventh in the expanded universe. This film yes. takes on one of the most sensational cases of the Warrens files. One that marks the first time in U.S. history that a murder suspect would claim the... <laughs> I think I was just possessed. What the fuck? The devil just made her do that. I don't know what the fuck. That um, one. Hold on. Yeah, one that marks the it. first time in U.S. history that a murder suspect would claim <laughs> demonic possession as a defense. While Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga returns as the Warrens. If they didn't, I wouldn't watch it. Straight up. I wouldn't. Michael Chavez is the direct sh- director, and he's the one who directed The Curse of Liar. I'm like, I knew it was fucking coming. <laughs> that was terrible. Hold on. Yeah, that's the grudge voice. <laughs> <laughs> she got the heebie-jeebies. So I... I, when I originally found out about this story, I had no idea the Warrens were connected to it. If anybody knows this story, um, I did not know this story was tied to the Warrens at first. Um, it's about a man named Arnie Cheyenne Johnson. The case happened in 1981. Um, he killed a man who was actually his landlord. And apparently the whole story is tied around a boy who had an exorcism done and when the demon left the boy's body, it apparently went into Johnson's body, which caused Johnson to then become possessed and kill his landlord. Um, it's it's an incredible story. If people have never heard it, I would I would recommend researching it. Um, pri- I mean, obviously, you've got time before the movie comes out. It's not going to be until September of this year, but... It's it's a fascinating story. We'll and probably I, do a podcast before that movie yeah, comes out. We should do about a podcast the actual, on it. The actual case this, itself. The real story. Of- um, and knowing that Ed and Lorraine were, were attached to it, just... I'm, I am so excited that this is going to be the next case file that they're going to use as a movie. Because that, that, that whole trial and everything <clears throat> around it... Because there's always been... I mean... You, you we've anybody that follows true crime or anything like that i actually just saw a story recently too you know it's always something it's always something certain criminals will allude to that either they were possessed or that the devil was in them or the devil made them do it or they were just so evil but this guy li- i mean this was literally that he was actually possessed by a demon that people witnessed a boy go through an exorcism and the demon jumped right into him and used him as a vessel so 
yeah, this is an incredible story. I'm, I am very, I'm just excited to see this story become a movie, but I'm even more excited that it's a Warren's case file movie. So we get it as the next conjuring concept. Y'all um, listen. As maybe as Michael J- Chavez, maybe he could redeem himself. The maybe. Curse of La Llorona was, was a rough sell. So this one, he better pull it together. Yeah, because the, two I will con- not the first two conjuring movies are my favorite horror films. Like, don't fuck this one up, Mm-mm. please. Yep. I'm gonna need you to not. You can you can literally make seven thousand Conjuring movies, and bitch, my ass will be in that premiere seat every, every time. single time. Every single time. Every if it's time. about if it's anything from the Warrens, man, you got me. You got me hooked. <clears throat> so this next one, last night in Soho. I actually have never heard of this until today. A bunch of people yeah. were writing it on Twitter as one they're excited to see. Psychological death. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Horror film directed by Edgar Wright. He directed Shaun of the Dead. Done. Anna Taylor Joy. Done. Done. Right. Stars as a fact. Like I don't so even know. Like, psychological horror. Done. Director of Shaun of the Dead. Done. Anna, Anna Taylor, Taylor Joy. Joy. Done. Done. <laughs> if you guys don't know who that is, uh, she uh, be the witch of the wood. Exactly. Stars as a fashion-obsessed girl who finds a way to travel back to the 60s where she encounters her idol, a charismatic aspiring 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 singer. But 60s London is not what it seems, and time seems to fall apart with shady consequences. I'm so sold. I'm starting a small obsession with Anna Taylor Joy. <laughs> Just a little bit. <clears throat> I've, everything I've seen her in, I've been very If you guys haven't with. seen Morgan, whoo, that's a oh, good one. That movie's great. Um, Obviously Split. Split. Oh. And um, her, char- her character in Split. Um, the movie that Whoa. she did with, uh, oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Don't you love it? It was another you call girl. on Jesus. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, he coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, she did it with another girl. Oh, she's actually going to be in the New Mutants, too, which is. Oh, is she really? Yep. yep. Oh, I wonder if she's going to be Morgan. Um, are you thinking Thoroughbreds? Thank you. Who's yeah. the other girl in that? Uh, uh. Uh, Emma, Olivia Cook. Olivia Cook. I was like, Emma I, from Norman From Norman Bates. From Norman Bates. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I, I was like, oh. I was, I was like, like, Emma. Emma. Olivia Cook. No, nope, was my favorite. Wait, is it Olivia Cook? Yep. Oh. Yep, she was my favorite. I thought I fucked up her name. Emma Emma <laughs> from Bates Motel was all, will always be my, my favorite. She will always be Emma from Bates Motel. I don't care what the hell that girl's in. So She's Emma. Emma. I can never remember Olivia. It's always Emma. Same. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that movie sounds fucking great. That one comes out in September as well. <clears throat> oh my god, this next one. I don't want to talk. I about didn't it. even. I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't even know this was happening. I didn't even know. Do you know who's playing that character? I just saw and I'm like, yes, bitches. I'm so excited. Not to mention my nephew saw this <laughs> like two years ago. I'm sorry, witches, not bitches. Poor <laughs> guy. Yes, witches. Um, the new adaptation of Raoul Dahl's novel by Robert Zemeckis tells the scary, funny, and wild adventures of a seven-year-old boy who has a run-in with witches. <laughs> Anne Hathaway stars as the Grand High Witch. Guys, I absolutely have adored this movie since childhood. I watched this movie as a very little kid. <clears throat> scared shit <laughs> out of me. Until years later, I've learned to embrace... I. I am I am praying that Anne Hathaway does this justice because Angelica Houston fucking 
nailed this character. It's such a great story. I I love it. The, I I read the book as a my dad read the book to me when I was a kid. <clears throat> I love Raoul Dahl's books, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Love love all those books. The movie is incredible. It's been a childhood favorite. So finding out that this is going to be a remake and Anne Hathaway, I'm I'm sold. I love Anne Hathaway. I mean, I have no doubt that she won't nail this, but please, if you guys have never seen the original one, please, I beg of you to watch it. I've, it's I've incredible. Loved, it's so fucking good. It's so good. I've loved Anne Hathaway since I was literally a child. I mean, Princess Diaries, that's, that's what... I everyone I'm sure knows her from that. Oh yeah, and then she did Brokeback Mountain. Lame as a Lame as a Rob. She um, did Love um, and Other Drugs, which me and my, <clears> husband, <throat> my husband had never seen. He's like, I'm not gonna watch this movie. He saw it and he loved. It was a good movie. He loved Alice it. in Wonderland. Josh Gad in that movie. So, did you remember? Josh Gad is in Murder on the Orient Express, and I really didn't like. That didn't, like, hit me completely until I heard him talking. And then I was like, oh, my God, it's so lost. So I heard that movie was terrible. It and was. I- <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I I remember seeing a trailer for that and being like, this cast is incredible. Yeah, and then. And then halfway through the movie, I'm like, I'm so goddamn bored. It's like someone dies. Someone do something. Someone make me excited. Especially like seeing Johnny Depp was in it. I was like, oh my god! Like everything Johnny Depp's in, I'm gonna watch it because I love him. But now that you said with stuff going back to Frozen, I he talks about like, dude. The next season of Mindhunter, I'm gonna be all the way fucked up because I'm gonna be like, "Mm." it's Kristoff. Reindeers are better than people. Sven, don't you think I'm right? Ah, that song's going through my head as he's talking to Ed Kemper. <clears throat> and then he's like, for all except you. <laughs> God. You need to see the second one, because he has his own fucking, like, 80s ballad in the second one called Lost in the Woods. And it's, it. they make it, like, Queen. <laughs> it's... Guys, it always comes back to Disney every fucking time, in case you didn't know. But seriously, Josh Gad... Actually, wait, The Witches... Sorry, real quick. The original movie was a Disney movie. The original Witches... Yeah, it was a Disney adaptation. So it's probably on Disney Plus, so y'all, you ain't got no excuses. Fucking watch it. I don't think it's on Disney Plus right now. Damn it, bastards! In their defense... Disney Plus! Halloween! She's so angry. She's she's so angry. No, I was actually like really upset because I thought Murder on the Orient Express would be a lot like Knives Out, where it would be a lot like Clue. Ooh, (laughs) it was so boring, and it made me sad because I was like, I had the the cast of this movie so great. I had such high expectations, and then I was like, I just watched Olaf and uh, Jack Sparrow, and I I, am like, I'm just. Like Olaf, even and, Olaf and Jack Sparrow couldn't save. Like, oh, and even fucking, fucking Daisy baby. Ridley's in that. Okay, so you got Olaf, Jack Jesus Sparrow, Christ. Ray. Let's see, Who is the there anybody all in that goddamn <laughs> movie? Do we have any other Disney characters? You know what? Now, I feel like every time though, this goes back years ago. I feel like every time they throw so many high-profile actors in one movie, it almost <clears throat> never. Ever 
ever fucking works. It yeah. really doesn't. It's it's too Penelope Cruz. It's like it's too much. It's just too fucking much. And I yeah. feel like that's I I'm still gonna watch Knives Out, but I feel like that's part of the reason why Knives Out didn't work. I think when you I just, loved it though. I maybe I'll still watch it. I'll I still watch loved it, it. And I'll still because I, I love movies that are polarizing like that. I like movies mm-hmm. that are literally like fifty percent loved it, fifty percent hated it. Because <clears throat> those are the ones I need to see myself and right. make my own. Make decision. your own opinion. Exactly. Um But yeah, I've just I've hopefully Knives Out works. I see why Murder in the Ori- Orient didn't. Other movies have done the same thing. God, look, Michelle Pfeiffer, um, Johnny Depp, Josh Gad, um, Tom Bateman, uh, Daisy Ridley, um, yeah, I Judy know. Dench, William Defoe, Penelope Cruz. Like that is a like you got like a list right there, and then the movie just didn't work. It just and that happens. I'm sorry, I was just cracking up because I'm like, how many Disney people have they thrown in this movie? But that's literally not the first time it's happened, and it won't be the last time it's happened, so. Right. Um, Oh, we're definitely about, we're definitely excited about this one. Mm. Fuck. Yes. Again, the Halloween series is killing it. I love that all the original characters are coming back. Halloween Kills is set set for October 16th, and it looks incredible. Um, we know Michael Myers is still around. The fight between him and Laurie Strode still rages on in this new installment. But now we have the return of the adult Tommy Doyle and Lindsay Wallace. And um, Lindsay Wallace is played by the same girl. The original character. And Tommy Doyle is played by Michael Anthony Hall. Yes. And I've met him. And he's wonderful. <laughs> I love him. He gave me a free signature. Did I tell you about that? Yes. So yeah, he, he, he literally, because my friend that was with me, Mackenzie, you know who you are. <laughs> And <laughs> she was literally crying and just talking about how much she loved him because she loves Weird Science. Like, that's um, one of her favorite films. Weird Science is and incredible. It was, it was very good. Bill Paxton. R.I.P. Bill Paxton. So he, he looks at me and I was like, this was before I had seen Weird Science. So I was just there for support because I'm like, I, I like Anthony Michael Hall, but I had never seen him really in anything besides um The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. So he looks at me and he goes, Pick out a picture and I'll sign it for you. And I picked out the one from The Dark Knight. And he's, I said, did you ever get to meet Heath Ledger? And he said, yeah, I did. He was an, he was very cool, a very amazing guy. And it was very sad when he died. And he wrote R.I.P. Heath Ledger on my, on my thing. And I was like, that, I almost started crying. Because I was like, he died for that role, basically. Like, that role fucked him up so bad. Anyway, on a happy note, yeah, so let's, yeah, like um, not dive down. Let's please not dive down. He's, he's actually an amazing for the love of God. He's such an amazing guy. He was so kind and so nice. So I'm really excited to see him do this I grew movie. Up, grew up with Anthony Michael Hall. I love it like, so much. Still haven't. I don't know if I've forgiven you for Ed, Edward Scissorhands yet, but mm. <laughs> can we? <laughs> He's I think like, we can. I think we can forgive him. I think, I think, okay. I think he's redeemed himself. I think he's redeemed himself. That was just very strange for me growing up with him playing nothing but the nerd. And then all of a sudden he's like hot and he's also an asshole. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> like when, first of all, what? <laughs> Second of all, what? <laughs> like that. that the all, you, what? <laughs> all, the, all the what's <laughs> in one movie. Um, but yeah, Halloween Kills looks amazing Halloween kills looks like it's going to kill kill (laughs) the box office 
And then there's going to be one more next year, and then that's supposed to be the end. Oh, let's... Is she finally going to kill this motherfucker? I think we're good. I think we can call it. Will that be 13? One more. One more, and then I think we're done. Is that 13? Yeah. Yes. Then we're done. Let's, let's, then we're done. And no more. We need to bury Halloween. And we're done. It's done. Stop Um, it. If you're going to do this shit, at least do it with Nightmare. (laughs) I'm going to need an original cast of Nightmare to come back, please. Well, you, you know who's wanting to direct that, right? Like, yeah. It's like, I really want to. <laughs> like, this is my favorite. Let's make, this, let's make this happen. Make it um, happen. This next one, I am really excited about. Godzilla versus Kong. I am all about old school King Kong and Godzilla. I've been waiting for this shit. I am so excited. Um, when I saw the very end of the newest uh, Godzilla movie with and Millie Bobby Brown is set to come back in this one. I was, I, when I, I still need to see that. It was really, if people love those movies, it, it was really, it was, it was better. I, I kind of liked it better than the other, the first one that came out. Um, but if you, if you like these movies, you know what they're going to entail. They're very fantastical, but if, but they're done great. And the last one was very good. And, if you watch all the way to the end, you pretty much see that there's gonna that it's gonna eventually be. They go on Kong Island or Skull Island. I'm sorry, Skull Island. So they go on Skull Island, and immediately you know, I'm like, we're getting ready to fucking see Godzilla versus King Kong. So when I knew this movie was coming out this year, I couldn't be more excited. Um, so basically, they duke it out for dominance in the King of Monsters Heavyweight Champion event because. I'm excited about it. Let's see myself. Who, see who gets it. So Millie Bobby Brown is coming back. Kyle Chandler's coming back. Um, and Adam Wingard is set to direct. So um So this yeah. is really random, and I didn't know this existed until just the other day. And it's on Shutter, so I need to get on that. Sedeco versus Kayako. Kayako? Oh, I've heard Kayako? about this for years. This movie is a thing, and I need to watch it immediately. I've never seen it. But I heard about it back in 2016. Yeah, so it's older. I've, I've known about it for quite a while. Um, so th- I actually was on Twitter and I said, they need to make a movie, you know, about the girl from The Ring fighting the girl from The Grudge. And someone was like, that's actually been made. And I was like, oh, oh what? <laughs> so I'm stoked about watching that. that is, that's that an I old never... movie, but... I hate that I never watched it, but I'm like, I'm... It's I'm, on Shutter, so you have... I'm gonna watch it now. Yeah, I need to watch it. I'm gonna watch it now. I've you know what? That's gonna be my though. first horror movie of this... Guys, those... don't hate me, but I haven't watched a horror movie yet this year. Can those two bitches just, just kill each other, and, like, that's the end of the movie? They should <laughs> like join they both, forces. Like they, no, 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 no. They both just need to die. <laughs> Could you imagine if they joined forces? Oh, my God. They both need to die. Do you guys want to know what my actual nightmare would consist of? It would be those two motherfuckers coming after me. Because they both crawl. That's why crawl. I said they, they both, both crawl. need to die. <laughs> I don't know how much more I can reiterate You're like, bitch, listen. <laughs> we need them to die. I am die. equally terrified of both of them. <clears throat> I just want both. Just go away. <laughs> you don't need to exist anymore. <laughs> Every time I every time I drive past a well, I'm like, nope. <laughs> I don't. She doesn't scare me as much as fucking. Oh yeah, no. The other one yeah, does, right? 
Right. I'm Because that kick, motherfucker gave I'm me the crawling that, complex. I'm just kicking that bitch back in the TV. <clears throat> no, bitch! Get back in that TV. You're just like holding her head in the TV and you're cancel, like, no. cancel my cable. <laughs> and then it like cancels it and like knocks her head off, it, like cuts her head off because the TV goes off and it's like a guillotine. <laughs> and then knowing my fucking nightmares, it turns into the head from the thing and then really starts. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm like, yay, everything's fine and dandy and start hearing shit up in the and attic. And nope. then I realize that I opened the fucking <laughs> attic thing and you know, she's fucking staring at me and I'm like, God damn it. I thought I rated of you. <laughs> And then she's going to crawl, and then I'm going to not be okay. <clears throat> oh, my God. So next, we have one calls bo- called, called Boys in the Wood. Called Hasafa. Hasafa. When you eat your food, do you... Do you... Hasafa. <laughs> yes. Especially if I'm really hungry and it's really hot. I'm like, Hasafa. <laughs> I broke Becky. <laughs> Becky is officially broken. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. All right. Oh, After a Jesus. handful of extremely well-received festival screenings, Amazon Studios snatched up this endearing and surprising horror comedy for the win. While no date has been set yet, be sure to jump on this when it releases. Set in the Scottish Highlands, four misfit city boys embark on a rite of passage, but find themselves prey to a mysterious huntsman instead. Hip, Hip-hop loving farmers... Hallucinogenic rabbit shites, laughs, and chaos ensues. Oh my gosh. That sounds uh, like a trip. Well, Eddie Izzard's in it, so I'm I'm excited. That's and that was called Boys in the Wood, not Boys in the Hood. Yeah, boys no, not in Boys the in the Hood, which is actually good. It's a good movie. Are we trying um, to rhyme? Not Boys in the Hood, Boys in the... In the... <laughs> We're just trying to talk at this point. We're not even trying to rhyme. <laughs> We're just trying to Anakin. make... Anakin! Coherent sentence. Anakin. Oh Anakin. Oh Anakin, stop panicking. Jesus has a planikin. Fanigan. <coughs> Fanigan. Are you a fanikin of Anakin? Jesus has a planikin. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus you can Christ. tell you can tell we're winding down because I am like Anakin. Slap Anakin's my curse word. Fuck. Like Anakin. Bless you. Um <laughs> <laughs> This one I've these last three, so these these last few we're gonna be reading, they don't have any set dates. Um they're just supposed to be at some point this year. Um and I I haven't heard of any of these. Um Ooh, the collected is the third installment of the collector. Okay. Oh, right. that's that's why the E is a three. Look, look, look at that creativity. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> okay, so I'm very excited about this. If people have seen the collector, that was a great original horror. The first, concept. honestly, both of them were good. I did I not see both the sequel, so I'll have to see the sequel because the first one was incredible. It was Fucked really up. good, really scary. John Stewart's was it Anakin? Arkin finally returns to battle the Collector once more, also returning as Emma Fitzpatrick's Elena. Is it the final battle? No date has been set yet, but 2020 seems very likely. Or maybe it's just wishful thinking. Either way, we want it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Collector is amazing, and the sequel's amazing as well. <clears throat> this movie, I'm thinking of ending things. Uh, Charlie Kaufman adapts to Ian Reed's chilling novel in which an unexpected detour causes a woman who is trying to figure out how to break up with her boyfriend to rethink her life. The film stars 
Tony Collette. <laughs> Done. Jesse Clemens and Jesse Buckley. No date has yet has set yet, but it is expected to be released in the first quarter on Netflix. Tony Collette, I'm, I'm sold. And Netflix horror. <clears throat> uh, Fear Street. Okay, these Ooh. are these were great books back in the day. Um, anybody that's an R.L. Stein fan, Goosebumps. Uh, I read the Fear Street books as well, so these were kind of more of a step up from the Goosebumps. So like elementary, intermediate school, you were Goosebumps. Junior high, you were into the Fear Street books because they were. What a about scary bit stories more? to tell in the dark? That, that was not R.L. Stein. No, I know, but I'm saying like, was that more along the line because I never read it. So was it scarier? Like more along the lines way of this? Scarier. Yeah. No, like way scarier than this. Oh, they were okay. they were they were only three books. They were right. only three of them. And each of them were a collection of stories. So whereas R.L. Steins, these were just actual like whole gotcha. stories in themselves in <clears throat> one book, like the Goosebumps books were. Um the scary stories to tell in the dark books were three books that were all a series of different stories. That I were, got you. Some of them were made up. Some of them were urban legends that had been passed down. Others, yeah, and those were de- well. And I think what made those scarier was that you didn't know if those stories were real or not True. because you know some urban legends are based in a little bit of truth. So that's what made those those particular uh, stories even scarier. But Fear Street was sort of like the jump up from Goosebumps. So if you read Goosebumps as a kid, when you got a little bit older, say around junior high, then you kind of graduated into the Fear Street books. Um, Cause the subject matter was a little bit more teen ish. Um, but angst. still just as, still just as equally scary. Um, so uh, the popular novel series, Fear Street is being adapted into trilogy form. All directed by Lee Jan- Janiak, I believe it's how it's pronounced. Um, the first entry is expected in the summer of 2020, set in 94. In the aftermath of a brutal tragedy in Shadyside, Ohio, a group of teens Ooh. discover that a series of horrifying events have plagued their town for many years and that it might not be random and they may be the next victims. Um, so this is really cool. I like how they're actually doing this in a trilogy form, um, that they're actually taking adaptations of each book uh, yeah, because I even remember the, the the pictures. I remember reading Prom Queen. I remember reading Cheerleaders, The First Evil. I remember reading that. That was probably one of my favorite ones out of the whole series. Um, so I like when they take novel adaptations of this, and instead of just trying to make it like one book, they decided to release them in series, which is good. We were actually just talking about a little offshoot, even though it's not horror. Uh, I was talking today with my husband about that with The Witcher. I think when movies are adapted into Video games are adapted into movies, rather. I think certain video games work better as a series. And I think Witcher is the first one to finally go, this is what we need to do. Yes, we're gonna If we're going to do this right, we need to do this as a series. Because when they try to release them as movies, it just doesn't work. Assassin's especially Creed was if terrible. The, that's what I'm saying. And especially something like <clears throat> Assassin's Creed, where, the, where every video game is different it's all based around the assassins quote unquote but every video game is completely different than the next one they're all set in a different place and it's so detailed too they're very detailed um we aren't even going to talk about warcraft like nope (laughs) we aren't even i do have to say uh, tomb raider was Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider was stupid. Yeah. I hated him. So I absolutely newer, hated him. The, but the newer new one with right. Alicia Vikander. 
fantastic. It was very on point to the reboot, and I'm very excited for the sequel. Yeah. And see, that's one where... But see, they're going to do different movies, too. So that's not just going to be one set and done right. movie. Very they're going to do a series yeah. of movies so that it follows along. Because she got her dual yeah. pistols at the end, and I was like... So oh. whereas to- that's, so that's what's great. So whereas Tomb Raider finally got that right movie form, Witcher is doing it the right Witcher way. Witcher needs to do it series. that way because Witcher's so much... Tomb Raider's detailed, but Witcher, Witcher is, is like Skyrim. Richard... Richard. 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 Who was Richard? <laughs> what's happening? The Witcher is just so detailed and there's so many spinoffs. See, with the... With Tomb Raider, you have, like, one set storyline with, like, itty-bitty things. Exactly. The Witcher's like, here's 7,000 storylines, and they need, they, the series is a fantastic idea. Yeah. If they ever did that with, um, Assassin's Creed, they, or, like, if they did that with Assassin's Creed, it would I feel like Assassin's Creed is what they should have done. Assassin's Creed would be amazing as a show. It should have been a series. Like, keep Michael Fassbender in it. Like, I, I I like him. I liked him in it mm-hmm. but it should have been a series should have been a series you fucked up <laughs> you way fucked to fucking up. go you dumbass bitches so last but not least um we have synchronic again never heard of this one um who's that guy right here who is that he uh, looks familiar it, as hell because you've you've seen him without a beard he's the one from 50 shades of gray is that Christian Grey? Yes, it is. Oh god, without a beard. That's why I said like, yep. That's why I was like, this is Anthony Mackie, but who's this dude? That's why you didn't recognize him. Um, the latest by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead follows two New Orleans paramedics whose lives are ripped apart after encountering a series of horrific deaths linked to a designer drug with bizarre otherworldly effects. Ooh. Our own Joe Lipset, who works for Bloody Disgusting, called it a daring go for broke sci-fi <laughs> original. Uh, it's supposed to be released uh, sometime in 2020 in the U.S. So wow, that one sounds cool. Yeah, you know what? I'm all I am all about this. Uh, yeah. So apparently, it's like a new this. Th- I think so. What it centers around is like it's a new designer drug that you know people start getting hooked on, but the effects of it are. I, don't, I mean, they're not, they're not saying zombies, but I'm, I don't know. That just looks amazing. I'm all for that. And the, you know, where they set it at couldn't be better. You said it in New Orleans. I mean, that, that whole area has got so much supernatural, you know, history, oh, yeah, history sure. around it in itself that if you can take a movie and I, I like that, I like something that if it's like, you think it's just, Oh, this is going to be like meth or the next drug, but it's like, Mm. but it's turning people into other beings or other things. Like I'm, I like that again, an original idea. Most so, of what we said was original ideas. I'm there. I am. What, what few reboot remake sequels we saw in there. I'm, I'm happy with, I think there's a few that they're really going to nail, you know, of course, Halloween, the witches, Godzilla versus Kong, but these original ideas, I, I'm, very much looking forward to very much and i think probably at the top of my list would be um antebellum and the invisible man just that concept of the invisible man looks really 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 good i think the one at the top of my list would probably be the lodge 
I love shit like that. Just remote, <laughs> and the psychological er, thriller that Anna Taylor Joy is in. Um, Soho. That looks good. And the turning. And oh yeah, the turning. And the sure. turning. And oh, the listen, turning. guys, I'm just excited about all of it. Guys, <laughs> this is gonna be a great year. I'm I'm not to mention Haunting of Hill House 2 comes out yes. this year. We get a new series new season of Sabrina in like two weeks. Yep. Um I'm pretty sure Chucky is set to come out this year, but that's kind of still not a hundred percent yet. It's kind of up in the air right now. Yeah. Um it's going to be a good year. Which it's actually reminds year. me, since we're talking about this, guys, there's a fan Chucky movie that is coming out. Um, yeah, let's let's plug this real quick before we, we end on the podcast. Um, I really <clears> wanted to, to plug we this found, because... We found out about this. We you were, you say how you yeah. found it. because you're the one that found it. Um, oh, shit. I'm trying to remember even where it came about. I know you found it on Instagram, right? I think it was when I was originally trying to find information for the series and I stumbled upon that on Instagram and it's a fan made movie. Um, and it sticks to the original lore of Chucky of child's play, but takes it on a whole nother level. And the fact that a fan did this, it just what clips I've seen of it so far look incredible. They look really incredible. And, and I, I actually, I donated money to them and I get a Blu-ray copy when it comes out. I think the original creators are going to be very happy about this. Well, he told me, he straight up said he has Don Mancini's blessing. Oh, that's awesome. So, and he gave me proof. So he has, he has Don Mancini's blessing. That's and I awesome. was like, that in itself, it makes me happy. Which from everything that I saw, I thought Don Mancini... Every everybody that's attached to the original Child's Play movie, Brad Dorif, everybody are going to be really, really, really happy with this. And so, the fact that it was done by a fan <clears throat> is is even even more so. I think gives it credence because it's going to be coming from somebody who really, really, really appreciates the movie. Um, it's called Charles. I love that it's called Charles. Oh, I know, me too. Um, Tony Biz is the one who did the film. If you want to follow them, like can't if you want can't keep kind of keep up with <laughs> if you want to keep if you want to can't keep if you want to keep up with like their stuff and what they're doing, you can follow them on uh, Instagram under Charles Movie, uh, all one word. And what's really cool is since I donated money to get the Blu-ray, my name is going to be in the film at the end of the credits as a help, but I'm under Casper Gremlin. So I'm actually under the podcast name, and I was like, I don't really want to put my real name. I want to put my my podcast name because that'll plug in the podcast. People will be like, "Who the fuck is that?" And I'm gonna be like, oh, "Let me tell you a little something about our podcast." And it's so funny because everything keeps coming back to Chucky. Chucky is like the centerfold of what what got what, this going exactly. in the first place. So, but we really wanted to talk about this movie for a minute cuz this movie is coming out this year. It's not going to theaters or anything yeah. like that. It's going to be a straight to Blu-ray release because it's fan-made. Um and it's a small independent film and I'm support small independent films. Absolutely. And also one last thing. Um the Soska sisters came out with a movie called Rabbit recently. I which is I a, would which is an incredible remake of a fucking Amazing, amazing David Cronenberg film. Um, I personally haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to. Um, I want to definitely make sure I 
give them as much support as I can because they've been so sweet to me. Um, but it came out technically, it came out last year, but it got released to us this month or last month. Yeah. It didn't get a full theatrical release. Um, it's got a, so the U S release it's on VOD. Right. Is where you can usually, it's where you can find it. And, um, just support them, man. Sosky sisters are brilliant. If you haven't seen anything they've done, uh, see no evil Two, um, dead hooker in a trunk. Um, Fucking yeah, American Mary. Mary. Oh my god. god. And then what was the show? Elevator. Elevator. She's amazing. Um, that was such a great... Oh, fuck, that was such a great fucking show. So the season that they did of the H.H. Holmes... Yes! Con- they need to bring that fuck. back. Guys, bring that back. Bring Elevator back. <laughs> Shit. I ain't gonna be on the motherfucking show, but we can bring... Like, bring Elevator right. back. <laughs> um... I know they have a lot of, but they keep talking about like more projects coming out and stuff. Just and they're just they're amazing support people. Small indie films support uh, small indie directors. Support female horror directors because there's a lot more out there than what people think, and and they, yeah, they're they're very underappreciated in a business like this, and they turn out some really solid fucking fucking movies and great fucking horror look and they're not one of the greatest one of my all-time favorite horror movies ever was directed by a woman and it's american psycho yes hey fun fact that's their favorite movie ever is it real i actually posted that one day i said what's your favorite horror movie ever and they commented and they said american psycho the day i got my own business cards i was like I'm Patrick B. Of course you did. <laughs> oh, and me, it was the first thing. Like, and me and my husband's like, wow. You're like, no, you listen. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, guys, seriously, support the Saska sisters. They're absolutely incredible. Yes. They're sweethearts. And Do it. I've met them, and I, I hope they come back to Horror Hound this year, because I really want to see them again. Um, I have not met them. I would love, love, love to meet them. You just talk to show about people just... They hug on you and they just love their fans and they post, follow them on Instagram and Facebook especially because they post so much positivity, so much positivity where they're basically like, don't let anyone step on you, be your own fucking bitch and do your own thing. You're an amazing person. Go out there and be you. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> this is what I needed. I'm like, thank you. Like they signed my pictures, follow your stupid fucking dreams. And I'm like, that's exactly what I'm doing. So, um, just wanted to plug them into and, um, definitely give them a, a shout out. Hell yeah. For sure. So I think that covers, whoa, that was a lot. Uh, I figured <laughs> this one was going to be a long one, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm so excited. There's going to be good, there's going to be some good, good ones this year. We hope you guys appreciated it. We hope it kind of gave you an idea of what to look forward to this year because make a list yeah check it twice for, for sure yeah we've already got i'm i'm glad and uh thank you so much to bloodydisgusting.com for that article because yes. that and it gave it you know month to month to month so we can actually have a list like oh february's coming up what's gonna be out in february what's gonna be out in march what's gonna be out in april every so, single month has something yeah. so this year is lit y'all yeah I'm so excited <laughs> especially this month so much money. Uh, <laughs> I know I might as well just walk into the theater and be like, here's my paycheck. So I'm going to see this movie this way. <laughs> I need to buy tickets for. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. <laughs> Pull out my SpongeBob <laughs> list. Good work, good work, good work, good work. Horror. Good work, good work. 
Horror. Horror. All right, guys. So, oh, wait. Next week. I almost forgot. Yeah, next um, week sponsors socials. Boom, 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 boom. boom. My brain's like... Next week is all about... Actually, first of all, next week is our official year where we've officially done this podcast for a year. A whole year. That's so crazy. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? We've put in technically over 100 hours into oh this thing. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, guys. And more to come. Um, speaking of blood, next week is all about Bloody, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. And I'm going to tell a story about it actually happening. To you. To me. Mm-mm. This happened. bitch. Mm-mm. <laughs> She's like, I didn't invite this bitch into my house. <laughs> Look, every fucking time when I was a kid and I thought I'd be brave and turn the lights out and do that shit in the mirror, I'd get to the second one and go, nope. <laughs> like, I'd get to the third and not. be like, I'd close my eyes a little bit and I'd be like, <laughs> sound like a sheep. <laughs> yeah, now now every time I think about Bloody Mary, it makes me think about fucking paranormal activity. Three. Two, three. Three. <laughs> I was like, three. Three. Two. Three. Four, three, seven, seventeen, eight. Speaking of which, there is a new one of those coming up. Oh, God damn it. Stop making paranormal activity films. Stop making them. Six was such trash. You don't need to do it again. Please. But anyway, Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the whole, like, lore. Oh, yeah. We're actually going to center on the alcoholic drink. (laughs) I love Bloody Mary's. Tomato juice. No. Throw a bacon. Throw some bacon in there. A little hot sauce. Okay, Nick Jonas. Throw <laughs> some bacon on it. <laughs> um, hey, my mom did it before fucking Nick Jonas did it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you are 100% correct about that. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So a word from our sponsor. Calm your body down. My knee popped right. Was that your knee? That was my fucking knee. I thought it was your chair. No. My God. Are you all right? I have old knees. Good Jesus. Do you have a knee anymore? I have or is it knees. popped into your fucking I have thigh? Old knees. They're just very old. They're only eight years older than me. That's not No, that. the, no, my knees are old. So the rest of my body. Is oh, so fine. your your knees are like 60. Yes. Okay. My knees are way past retirement age. Um, like my knees retired a long time ago. (laughs) Um, guys, if you've been checking out the Instagram page, there are, so it's been, you know, after the holidays, it's like, so if I haven't been on the Instagram, (laughs) that's been, it's like, oh my God, I'm just trying to get back to reality and everything else. Snap back to reality. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Lord. I can actually rap that now. That is one song. I can rap the whole thing, but we'll not be doing that tonight. Um, So there are, I'm going to be throwing around some new ideas of different bath bomb scents that I want to do. I think I've pretty much nailed it down to two. Um, I'm going, I said that I would probably try to get out some ideas this week. Lied. Sorry. Uh, It's going to be next week. So, um. You I'll sit on a throne of lies. I do. You smell like um, beef and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Becky can't get nothing done today. I'm I just over here really being a bitch. I cannot. I can't. I can't do it. Um, 
so yeah, I, uh, it will not be, I'll still be posting, um, but it will be next week. Um, check out the shop though. There's still, uh, everything is still available except any of the scents that were from, uh, you know, the autumn, fall scents, the Christmas scents, those are all gone. Those will be back around those seasons this year, but, um, everything else is still available. Um, prices have changed a little bit. Uh, there's now free shipping offered to everybody. I've just decided to make that a thing this year. I just think it'll make it a lot easier for the Etsy site. Um, but we're going to be working on some different coupon codes and different things for that. So, um, just keep checking back. This month is just kind of kind of be more of a transition month and just kind of changing some things up. But uh, thank you for um, I've had some new followers. I've had some new customers. Thank you so much. I really appreciate all the support, um, especially everybody that supported me in 2019. Um, I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into this company and to the podcast. No, she ain't kidding either. And uh, yeah, so all the support that I got last year with the startup, I really, really appreciate everybody. And this year. Things are only going to get better. So thanks again, guys. Keep checking back on the Instagram. We'll keep plugging away on the um, Don't Fuck With The Original socials. There'll be a lot of promotions out there. Um, just keep checking back, and thanks for the support. Do you remember the Dick Quizno Subs commercial? Yes. Dick Quizno Subs! Only a dollar off when you bring in a coupon! Yes. For, for Pony Reser for Hair Plus! <laughs> Any coupon works. Beware of paper cuts. <laughs> like, why do I remember that? I because you're slap happy. I have a brain. I can't remember what I did yesterday, oh, but I can no. call, recall oh, a yeah. commercial from five oh, years yeah. ago. Oh yeah. Anyway, calm your body <laughs> down. <laughs> Super random, like let's bring up Quizno subs. Um, so our 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 social media or or <laughs> we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Don't Fuck with the Original no, Twitter we're not. handle. <laughs> no, we're not. It's all a lie. I've been lying for a year now. Every it's, single time, it's just, just ignore Becky over here. Anyway, um. Twitter handle is dfwto8811. If you want to follow us, <laughs> if you want to follow us on, like, subscribe. <laughs> my oh my god, podcast addicts, Castbox, Podbean, podcast player, and Spotify is where you need to follow us, and you'll know when we post new video, <laughs> new podcasts every Wednesday, and updates for. Social media, which, oh, by the way, you guys, I meant to tell you, um, I asked, I want to do something new this year, so I asked um, what you guys wanted more from the podcast page, and you guys want more horror news and memes, and you've got it. So, I've started this week, I've started posting about horror news, and I started posting memes, and I'm going to do it at least twice a week um, for both, to keep everything like updated and not just promote the podcast and actually promote horror things coming out. And of course memes, because who the fuck doesn't love memes? Uh, love memes. Especially <laughs> so, memes. um, be watching out for that kind of stuff. Cause I will post it on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter on all platforms and make sure that you guys are all updated on all things. Horrors. 
Not literal horrors, but horrors. You don't know. Horrors. Horrors. (laughs) Okay. We need to stop. So I have to go. So, excuse me, I must leave. Um, So don't forget, next week is Bloody Mary. We'll see you then. You guys have a great week. Okay, bye. Bye.